Welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today is a cool episode. <laughs> that was so lame. <laughs> Should I cut that now? I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. I'm sitting here in my closet with decaf McDonald's coffee, waiting for my sister to arrive at LAX, and I'm so pumped. So I really wanted uh, to do this podcast now, um, because I have to, because I have to pick her up later. <laughs> but I wanted uh, I wanted to give some energy into this podcast episode. You know, I feel like I've lost my energy in a lot of ways lately, and I'm trying to get that back. So by absorbing cool content that I want to share with you guys and teach you, that is my way of being more creative on the animated side. So, you know, whenever I get really energized, it's usually from a topic I find fascinating and personally like, oh, shit men need to know this. This is cool. How can I teach them? So I wanted to start off by please asking you, first of all, to leave a rating and review on iTunes on the What I Love About Men podcast. It would mean the world. It would help me out a lot. I appreciate you guys. So diving into this topic, let's do it. When you're obsessing over an ex, and let's just admit it, we all do it, right? Like men, women, we start obsessing. And whether we broke up with them or they broke up with us, it doesn't really matter. We just, we obsess over the fact that, you know, we've been with this person and now we're not. What do we, what the hell do we do? And that's really the feeling because, you know, consciously and subconsciously, because your, your uh, lifestyle has been, you know, disorganized in a way by through this breakup. So now it's like, okay, how do I go back to how things used to be? It takes the brain a certain amount of time to readapt to life. And, you know, all these feelings of anger and frustration and all the, like, confusion, all of that is very normal. Okay, first of all, I just want you to... The grief process of leaving an ex, especially after a long period of time, is normal. It's healthy, okay? What's not healthy is ruminating on it for months and months, right? But just understanding that you have all these crazy feelings going on and you feel like a stalker and you feel like, you know, you're depressed and you're just, you're in a bad mood most of the day, that's okay, all right? That's normal. Um, Obviously, if thoughts are getting to a place where, you know, you can harm yourself, please reach out and talk to someone who can help you. But I just want you to know the grieving process is a process. It's very true to the human experience, you know, and it it happens. But, and what it is, what you have to understand about it is it's simply the brain trying to understand your life up until this point. So it's trying, it's kind of your brain, think of your brain, like kind of rewiring and trying to refigure itself out without this, without this constant that has been in your life. You know, um, if a person's been there for a long time and they've, they've taken up most of your day, your brain has to now figure out, all right, how do we go from there to now going back to how things used to be? How did things used to be? Let's try to remember it. So it's a very confusing time internally and neurologically. So don't beat yourself up if you're feeling like a stalker, if you're feeling like a creep. It's okay. It's normal. Um, but just understand that this is a process you have to go through. And it's healthy as long as you're going through it and you're not just sitting in it. Okay? What I want to talk about 
specifically, as far as an action step goes for when you are obsessing over your ex, is to make a detailed list of things you need to do or buy. Because if you give your mind a new target when faced with, you know, thinking obsessions, you need to you need to like start a new hobby. You need to give your mind something else to kind of obsess on and focus on because there has to be a replacement. You don't just stop thinking about someone and then all of a sudden just go about your day. Like you need to fill that fill that gap that is now there with something else to keep your mind happy in a positive place. Okay? What too many people do is they fill that gap with like depressing thoughts and you know going to their friends and talking about the relationship when which makes them more depressed because as I said in previous podcasts, your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. So if you are telling the story over and over again to your friends, your brain and your body is experiencing that breakup over and over, which will lead to depression, okay, and an unhealthy mental state. So the most important thing you could do is to go out with friends, you know, keep yourself busy, um, keep your mind busy, keep your hands busy, especially, all right, and that's not meant to be dirty. (laughs) No, but seriously, um, when you focus on a new project and you're keeping your hands busy and your mind busy. This helps to lessen obsession and anxiety because your mind is equivalent to the obsession. So focusing your mind will help lessen that obsession and keeping your hands busy will help fo- will help lessen that anxiety. Okay? So think of that's why journaling is so good. That's why it's so good to just write shit out. Sorry, I'm like super dehydrated. Um, Write things out. And that's why the first step is make a detailed list of things you need to do or buy. Okay, because this puts your brain in a place of like, all right, we got action steps now. We have something. And the more detailed it is, the more your brain has to focus on different parts of it. You know, like think of if you just broke up and you're like, all right, I got to put my mind somewhere else. Um, All right, I should probably hang out with friends and I should go to the store because I have to buy this thing I never fucking bought and it's been months and I have to, you know, visit my grandma. If you just put those things, then it's so easy for your mind to just go back to like, why isn't she with me? What is she doing? You know, where would she be right now? Can I, should I drive by her house? And it's, it's not detailed enough, your list. Okay, so the more details of a list you have in terms of, all right, meet up with friends. All right, who am I going to call? You know, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? How long are we going to be there? Um, you know, who other friends can I reach out? Who, what family members can I reach out who I haven't talked to in a while? So it's really getting specific and, and getting into the bullet points of, of you know, that to-do list and how to keep your hands busy, how to keep your mind busy. That's really what it takes and that's the main focus. Um, another technique uh, that's actually in, and by the way, guys, this is in the book, um, break, shit, what is it called? Uh, in Getting Past Your Breakup. Um, getting past your breakup, I'll put the author's name in the footnotes, um, cause I have to go check that later, but getting past your breakup is the book. And it did have, it did talk about this, which was really cool. And another, uh, thing it talked about technique in terms of helping you switch your mindset off of your ex and onto new things was the rubber band technique. So they say to, um, put a rubber band around your wrist and whenever you think about your ex, you pull it and snap it against your skin. So it's kind of like a little, um, like a little punishment. Like, no, 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 stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And eventually you stop. 
eventually you stop because subconsciously, you know, your your brain finally catches on like that thought is a no-no because every time we think it, we're we get that little punishment that I don't want to, you know, it's more of a subconscious programming that helps you. Um, but it does work. It does help. So, you know, they tried, I know this technique is used often for people trying to quit smoking, um, but it can be used for, you know, an X too, because it's that physical trigger that reminds the mental state to not go there. Okay. So it's that, um, that, uh, relationship. So with that being said, I'm just going to go on a little rant here. Um, and just say that, you know, when it's, when it's time, when you, when you have yourself caught on your ex, you, I think it's important also to not get caught in that place of seeing all the good things they did and missing it. Okay. And I know like because the brain does a funny thing, like when you break up with your ex and you start missing that person, whether it's you breaking up with them or them breaking up with you, you still have a distorted way of thinking about them and thinking about the relationship. It's never truly honest, um, especially if you are in that place where you're in a mo- more uh, codependent relationship where you spent a lot of time with that person. You felt like they were your other half, even though you weren't. they weren't good for you and you knew that you still feel this urge to want to be with them. So in that case, your brain is going to only look at all the good times you've had with the person and not look at any of the pain you've been through or any of the disrespect you've had to deal with or the boundaries that were crossed constantly. Um, So it's very easy to slip into that place of, you know, everything was so perfect when in reality, you know, deep down, you know, it wasn't perfect. You knew it wasn't going to last. So it's good to also put yourself in that place of being as realistic as possible about the relationship. Maybe even go to family and friends who were around you in that relationship and ask them, you know, how did how did we act together? Like, what did we, you know, was this breakup for the best? Like, what are your thoughts? Um, and maybe this won't always work or be the best idea, um, but it will work for some people. And it, it definitely helped for me when I was in a narcissistic relationship. I was in a relationship with with a narcissist and I saw all the good, right? Every time I tried to get away from him, I just felt like, oh, but like, you know, we had fun and we did this and that. And, and, um, I laughed occasionally (laughs) like, and I would just look at those little things. And my mom and my sister were there like, Steph, you, you were very sad. You were definitely crying a lot more than you were laughing. Um, you know, this happened and remember this and remember you came home crying about this and remember, you know, this and this. So they had all like the, there was like this distorted reality in my head of only trying to see the good so that my brain can reinforce like, yeah, you need to be with him, go be with him. But then when I was with him, I was not happy. So it was kind of like, it's interesting how your brain kind of creates this identity of yourself and who you have to be and who you have to be with in order to be you, right? And when you break that you, it could be really scary for your body and kind of throws your brain off. So your brain is trying to take the easy way out and just put you back with that person when deep down your gut is like, no, 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 get me the fuck out. This doesn't feel right. So um, I hope that made sense, that whole thing. But but it's really important to, yeah, get uh, get different perspectives on the relationship and the person because that's definitely something that helped me with my mom and my sister getting out of that relationship. Like I, if I didn't have them, um, reminding me constantly, but with love, you know, they were never like, you're an idiot for staying with him. Like my mom and my sister were always super loving about it. And they're like, look, we care about you. We know you're not happy 
and he's he's hurting you like he's it's not right this is not okay this is not okay you know when he did that it wasn't okay and it was just this confirmation over and over of every time you know I got in a fight with this guy and came crying home they would just reaffirm it like repeat it over and over and over until I finally caught on and had the balls to to walk away so that actually did help um relieve the ease of being parted from this from this guy um, and that's something, that's something that really helps. The more reassurance you get from especially loved ones, especially your friends or people you trust, um, if they can help you see the parts that weren't good in the relationship, that weren't going well, and you could put more focus there. I know you don't want to sit there and dwell on that. It's, it's important not to dwell there, but, but to be aware of it and understand that, hey, like this could be this could have been a blessing in disguise, you know, this breakup. And it's important for me to get back on my own two feet and know that I'll be okay. You know, no matter what happens, I'll be okay and I'll move forward and I'll find someone who I can attract who won't have these issues with me because I've learned the lesson with this person. And that could be a beautiful thing, you know, like as as damaging as my ex-narcissist boyfriend was, um, I still have learned so much from him. I really have. And I don't regret being in the relationship because I wouldn't know half the shit I know now about narcissists. <laughs> like actually experiencing it was a very interesting experience. I can't say like I'm happy I got to experience it. <laughs> it's, it was kind of weird and crazy, but it's very, very different. And it's interesting to to um, be able to be in it and then talk to men now who are experiencing it. And I totally get what they're, what they mean and what they're going through. So that's really, um, that's really cool. So it's that, it's that too. Another part of this whole thing um, is just seeing the gratitude is just having the gratitude of um, for that relationship in regards to if, even if it was terrible, you know, there's nothing really that great about my relationship with this guy, but I've learned so much from him like so much about myself and so much of what I don't want and so much of like what are my boundaries now moving forward what will I not stand for again and just having that in itself like knowing my personal boundaries knowing that I need boundaries like when I was in that relationship I wasn't aware that I needed boundaries and and I think that's something that we all can work on because the majority of the men I speak with um, they don't set boundaries. And more importantly, they don't reinforce them. And that's actually the hard part. You know, it's easy to set a boundary and tell someone, hey, you know, this this doesn't fly with me. We can't do this again. Or that's not funny. Or, you know, I would appreciate you not bringing that up or us not doing this or you not doing that. Like, I can't be with someone who says that to me, you know, saying these things and doing these things. But then if you don't follow through, if your partner just does them and then you, there's no repercussion, like there's no consequences at all, then that's not setting a boundary. So that's another thing is a lot of people when they move away from their exes, uh, they realize, Hey, like I wasn't I, there were no boundaries in that relationship. And maybe that's why things just got out of hand. And this is often why a lot of relationships break and fall apart is because people don't have, don't hold that respect for themselves as individuals. They kind of just go into this relationship that ends up being codependent, where you're both just, you know, trying to fulfill each other's needs all the time and then lashing back and forth at each other and not listening to each other and then not really knowing what each person wants and not knowing how each person is different and how they have a different love language or they have a different way of, you know, you know, expressing themselves or communicating. And boundaries are a great way of 
distinguishing that and understanding another person and holding respect and holding space for another person. So when there are no boundaries, it gets very fuzzy and it gets very um, defensive in terms of communicating. So that's actually a great topic for next podcast is boundary setting, how to set boundaries and how to hold them, how to actually you know, maintain the boundary, which as I said, is the harder part. It's easy to set the rules. It's harder to follow the rules, right? So, so yeah, I just, <laughs> I just went on a long rant there, but I hope that all made sense guys. And I really think this is, you know, an important topic to just get your head as soon as you can in the right place. You know, I just had a client of mine who broke up a relationship he was in and right away, he's like, you know, I have plans with my friends. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm going to stay busy. I'm going to stay focused on gratitude. And, you know, I just, you know, I told him, tell me now, like, what are you grateful for? Let's shift your mind, Let's shift your mental patterns from falling into that depression or falling into that state of mind where you're questioning yourself or questioning the whole relationship or, you know, why did she do this? Or why didn't this happen? Why didn't I do this? It's very easy to go into that whole snowball effect and then just feel like shit at the end when instead you can just transfer that mental energy to, okay, what am I super excited about in my life right now? Or what am I just simply thankful for right now. You know, it doesn't even have to be like, I'm so excited. I can't believe I have this. It's just like, what am I grateful for? No, that's whenever you have a a mind, um, you know, something that comes into your mind that's about the X, shift to gratitude. That's it. That's always the answer. If you ever need, you know, if I, if I could tell anyone one piece of advice, like that would be the most powerful is really your mind cannot focus on a negative and a, and be grateful at the same time. So if you can switch to grateful whenever you're feeling negative, whenever you're feeling those negative vibes or sad or depressed about your ex or obsessed, you know, then switch to gratitude. Just keep flipping it over and over and over and over and over again. I don't care how many times you have to do it, keep doing it. It's not a one-time thing. It's not you think about your ex and think about something you're grateful for and then boof, the, they disappear out of your head. <laughs> you know, you have to keep it up. You have to be consistent because it's all about that mental framework. It's all about when your mind gets, in, gets a pattern of obsessing over your ex, you want to break it. You don't want to keep that pattern going because it is a snowball effect. It will get bigger and bigger and bigger in terms of your, your consuming your mind. And then it's much harder to get that thought out when it's been so big due to your focus on it because your brain now thinks it's super important. So you have to put all your energy and focus on it. No, you don't want that. So instead, especially right after a breakup, you want to make sure that that obsession is targeted towards something else. Instead of obsessing over your ex, obsess over what you're grateful for. Obsess over a new project. Go out with your friend. Make a detailed list, like I said. Make a detailed list of everything you can do and um, and start doing it. You know, just right away. Start living for you again. Right away. You know, don't, don't be the guy that's like, oh, I'm going to take some time and like think about it. Don't. You can think later when you're in a better state of mind. You know, but I would say right away, keep yourself busy. So you could try the rubber band technique. Um, You could try asking friends and family to put things into perspective for you. But at the end of it all, you know, don't ruminate. Don't sit there in it. Just really try your best to shift towards, you know, what am I grateful for? And what do I have going on in my life that's amazing right now? What can I do for fun right now? What can I do for me right now? Ask yourself those questions. Even if you have to write them on fucking post-it and post them all over your mirror so that that's what you see in the morning moving on, uh, do it. You know, do whatever helps, guys. Wake up and dance to your favorite song. Do whatever helps. Put your body in a happy state so that it believes you're happy. 
that's that's really what it takes. Body mind manipulation is key. Like we control we we control how we feel. We get to choose it. So choose choose something that makes you feel good, especially in these times of frustration, confusion and potential darkness. All right, guys, if you need help, if you're struggling with an ex, if you're obsessing, if you're ruminating and you feel like you can't get your mind out of there, then reach out to me because I'd really love to help you. Seriously, I, I offer a complimentary 30 minute call. Um, all you have to go. All you have to do is DM me at uh, Steph Ganowski on Instagram. That's S-T-E-P-H-G-A-N-O-W-S-K-I. And I would love to help you. All right, we'll set up that phone call and we'll go over your personal situation so you can get clear on what your situation is and where you want to go from there. Focus your mind forward, right? Okay, guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and got value out of it. And have an amazing day, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. And I will talk to you soon.